I do not know what I'm going to do about this door. I like what, what realistically are my options right now? I mean, I get, I don't know how to fix a door. I guess I could try and get somebody to fix a door. Let's break it down. So me and Key are waiting for John Carroll to come home and we hear a bang on the door and instinctively I grab my camera to catch the bit that John's about to bring into 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 existence when he opens the door. And he just starts kicking harder. And as I'm taking my camera out, it kicks harder and harder until the door just becomes opened and the frame becomes multiple pieces. He broke the door. <laughs> and the frame's the door. I'm telling you, I was only kicking at 67% effort. Two that's two-thirds effort. I was not at full effort yet. I was not trying to break down my own door. You're I was at 60%? trying percent, sixty-seven percent, sixty-seven percent effort. It wasn't sixty-nine. If it was sixty-nine, game over, dude. That door, door would have been <laughs> the door went off the bolts. We just said now we're just dealing with like the kind of where like the knob attaches. It's just kind of it, it's all fucked up. Like Gunner said, it's in pieces. Um, I don't know. Um, it looks I, like it happened before, and they just yeah. put it back on. Oh, a thousand percent. The, this door was coming off. This, this door was definitely not a hard door to kick down. But it's kicked down now, so now I have to deal with it. <laughs> and that's where I'm at. And I'm trying to assess what is the most cost-effective way to deal with this. Super glue. Super glue? And a power tool. I have none of those things. Yeah. <laughs> so that'll get you. I don't know what I'm gonna do about this. Um, you just need friends with those things, and you're good. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. Sure you do. I'm gonna need. I don't know, dude. I don't have friends. You need acquaintances. You don't need friends. You yeah, just need acquaintances. <laughs> Real talk. <laughs> you do not need friends. You need a bunch of people that think that you're they're your friends. <laughs> a bunch of associates <laughs> will do. Yeah. <laughs> I could probably find some associates. What they say, keep your enemies far and your friends scarce. Is what? that what they say? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what they say? A loner's, ra- <laughs> loner's guide to the galaxy. <laughs> By Gunnar Michaels. Isolation is dangerous. Dude, you're just trying to be funny? Because I know you're funny now. You both laughed. So let's talk, let's talk about that. You're, you're <laughs> yeah, feeling funny these days now. We, did, right? we oh talked about that last podcast. Uh, what... What have, what have you, you done, done to be funny since the last podcast? What funny update? What what's uh what's your new game plan? Or what or, or did the game plan not change at all? What what is the manifestation of funny that you are tackling? On the on the road to manifest, on the road to being funny, I have spoke to my wanting to be funny into existence. Mm-hmm. So now I will make it be. And on that road to make it be, I have more mindfully Without talking like that, <laughs> I'm fucking more mindfully, um, like recognizing that I want to be funny and just trying to make jokes more often. <laughs> Basically, bad jokes. Yeah, yeah. Some, uh, lots of, lots of failures. Yeah. Trying to generate some lots, wins. lots of failures. 
But you know what comes from failure? Learning about yourself. Mm. That's key. That's, I think that's a big step. I think that's a big step in the right direction. Mm. Yeah. Subjectively funny. I was trying to be funny earlier. And then I kicked down my door. <laughs> in the process. Was that a joke or were you just upset? No, I mean, I was trying to get your guys' attention. Because it... Oh, you had it. The door was locked. Yeah. And then no, nobody came and opened it immediately. And I was just like, all right, like... Fucking come on, like, let's, and I was just trying to be funny by let's take ten seconds, like kicking loud. <laughs> God forbid, in order to do it, fucking five seconds and kick the door down. <laughs> I maybe, maybe I was a little impatient. Maybe, yes, you were impatient. Thank you, John. <laughs> okay, if, I, we, if we were at the farthest point of the house, we could not have walked to the door in time before you kicked it down. If someone was pooping. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the whole door. There was, there was no hinges. like, there was no hi. Where are you? It was just a let me kick the door down. I think I said a yo. I think I said a yo, but I don't really. I thought remember. you said a yeehaw. <laughs> I know I didn't say yeehaw. I heard a horses in the back, and then the, <laughs> then the door just kicked. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. That one, that, one, that one was good. Relevant. Good timing. <clears throat> It's all about the timing. It's context. <laughs> funny is just contextual. That's it. If you want to be funny, just be funny in context. Don't be identified <laughs> as a funny person. Just know when to be funny when the time happens. Yeah. Is that loud enough? <laughs> all right. Let's check. Check one, two. Check one, two. Yeah, I think it was loud enough. All right, cool. Practicing being a little louder. Kia doesn't talk loud enough ever. I'm very hard to edit. In the audio because of my voice is soft. Also, we're dealing with this ghetto ass setup in that we only have an iPhone in the center of the table. Hopefully, I'm about to drop bills on a setup. <laughs> Hopefully, it doesn't sound like that. We're trying our best with the audio here. So, if you do listen to this podcast actively, we are working on better audio equipment and we're dealing with what we got to the best of its ability. We're getting there. Um, <clears throat> first, I got to figure out this door thing, though. That um, That's going <laughs> to. That's going to take a chunk out of my wallet. I was prepared to split the cost through. Like, we are working on getting a new mic, but... And on the mic thing. The door, I think the door is going to have to come first now. <laughs> Unfortunately. But, um... I think you should go no, no door policy. It's springtime. No door anymore. Yeah. Take your door up to your house. To be fair, nobody really knows this apartment exists. Actually, yeah. Like that? I don't know why we play the key game to this apartment. Well, I'm a little insecure about living by myself. I, I keep the door locked. I'm just curious of what do you got worth stealing? <laughs> My pride. <laughs> My pride. Um, maybe that vacuum cleaner that we that is just sitting on a chair on top of my couch right now. Because I thought that would be a good way to hang the light. That we're using trying wasn't at all. We were trying to be creative. At least I was. Failed miserably. But like I said earlier, failing, amazing thing. Fail often and learn from it. But let's get down to business. Gunner had a topic he wanted to talk about today. Did I? Yeah. The the college thing, didn't you? Oh yeah, okay. You, you, that was your idea. Yeah, yeah, you're let's right. talk about college. <laughs> Alright, vlog. So, we're sitting here with uh, Kia and John Carroll now, and we're going to break down 
what life is after college and the problems you may face slash depression that you may have or get or be led into. So this is super raw. We're just going to have a kind of a talk about this is one of those moments where uh, I think one of those is in order. <laughs> I'm ready for you. I want to hear cracking sound. All right, so, so let's, uh, <laughs> All right, dude. for this segment, let's speak to the camera, and if you guys could give me your best inter- interpretation of post-college, and for you, John, maybe, uh, John's still in school here, foreseeable problems that you may see, or mm-hmm. maybe just add to the conversation here, so I'm going to let Kia go first about some problems that you faced, or that you see in others. Sure. As long as I'm loud enough. Yeah, I'll just speak to the great. This way to the shotgun thing. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah, I think that originally I myself had some aversions to what I was gonna do after school, mostly because I had a a plan that I wasn't ready or willing to execute at the time. I knew I wanted to go to graduate studies, but I didn't want to go immediately. I finished school early so that I could not go immediately. But even with that plan in my mind to not go, the pressures around me made me feel like I needed to do something else, even though the point of what I was supposed to do was to relax. I was already, I just did a lot. I worked hard. Why couldn't I get behind my, why couldn't I get behind the idea of relaxing? And I feel like part of that is just because a lot of people, when they come out of institution, they think that they have to you know, grasp on to another institution right away. So if you, you're pushed and pushed when you get out of college to believe that you have to have a career, you have to have a job immediately, and you have to have it all figured out, and in reality, that's never going to be the case in most cases, I believe. Even the people who do have a job, it's kind of a false security in some ways. It, if anything, I feel like people who have jobs are sometimes worse off because then they are, they're in a way coddled to what you could potentially gain out of kind of not knowing what to do. So I guess all that rambling is to just say, in my experience, not knowing what to do was extremely helpful because it made me feel or recognize how scary the future can be. So, yeah. Gunnar, what's your take on this? <laughs> uh, I definitely agree with uh, Keontae in that um, I, I felt as though when I graduated school, I, I felt right into that <clears throat> Um, place that I see a lot of people go. Um, I was actually talking to someone about this recently. Um, you, for me, I moved back home, and so do a lot of people initially to like um, get get their feet like back get back on their feet, and that can be kind of it can kind of feel like a step back initially, and it can it kind of put me like in this place where I didn't have a job. I was living with my parents. I was like like older and I just felt like I should be doing something else and that that was like that was like a hard hit and when it really wasn't it was just like a mental game and it was just my mindset was wrong about how I was going about um like post-graduation and not being 
um, in in the bounds of like an institution and like moving to the next thing, like with with the pattern of society, basically. And so, um, like I I don't see myself like in like a nine to five job and stuff like that. So everyone getting those. I don't, I just feel like I'm rambling. I don't know where I'm going with this. Yeah, well, I see what you're saying. It's just. You know, sometimes it feels like you are, well, I mean, it's clear that you have, you're expected to do something. And when, especially as time moves forward and other people are doing those, those things, it's almost like you're doing the wrong thing. It can be Mm, perceived that you're doing Mm -hmm. the wrong thing, but it's not that you're doing the wrong thing by doing something different. It's just that the forces at will make it feel as such. Yeah. Oh, I'm not going to get a nine to five job or I'm not going to go into a career immediately after I finish my college career. So I'm just, I'm wrong. Yeah. But that's not the case. I think the the wrong thing that I was doing was comparing myself to others and, and setting my expectations based off like what my parents and what what they what they did what society did when they were like younger and stuff like that versus what it is now in this ever changing world and the potential you have. So, geez, I I relate to that so much. What you just said, basing yourself off of <coughs> what others are doing, because I do base myself off of what others are doing, but not in the way that like what you were talking about. I found that the best thing that. The best thing I've found for myself is that I have based myself off of what I can see as other people's happiness in their current situation. And I found, and it goes back to what Kia said also, like those people who get out of school immediately and immediately go into the workforce, they're not always the happiest of people. Like you both Clearly, like, I think this pod proves like very two of my absolute closest friends I have in my life. And you two are the most are two of the most happy people I know and most comfortable with like the way your lives are right now, completely content with the lifestyle that you have. And it's very non-traditional. And I think that speaks volumes about where possibly like. I don't want to say where society is moving because that's definitely not that deep. But like, I think where some individuals end up finding themselves because there are certain pockets in life that certain people fall into, especially non-traditional people like yourselves. And to me, as a student still in school, it's very inspiring, especially as a student who like lost his way at one point, took a semester off and I had to go home and figure out really just what I wanted to do with my life because I at the time had no idea. And I took a step back and said, well, I'm not going to pay tuition at school if I have no idea what I want to do. And it was it was definitely one of the worst periods for me personally in my life, just in terms of like depression and just at the time I was totally comparing myself to others and basing what I was doing uh, versus what they were doing. And then I was just determining, oh, this is what makes other people successful and not myself. Be- and it totally taught me at the time to just not care what people think about you at all. 
the biggest superpower you can have is just self-confidence in everything that you do without caring about what your peers and even just strangers think about you, you know? And I just, going into what should be my last semester next fall, I'm, I'm really confident of where I'm at in life. And the two of you keep me very inspired, like with all of that in mind, especially considering I'm going to be on my lonesome for the first time in ship this coming fall. Like all the homies are leaving me at this point. Like I have my fraternity brothers as always, like those guys are still ride or dies also, but you know, the, the core friend group that started freshman year, uh, I'm going to be without them for the first time. So I'll definitely feel a little lost finishing up my college career, but I mean, fuck, with the technology we have, nobody's ever far away. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. So, uh, what are you, what are you finishing up in here? And, uh, what degree are you looking to come out of Shippensburg with? Dude, just that marketing degree, but at this point, does any degree really mean anything at this point? <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm not, I'm just going to go back home. I'm going to do what you did, actually. I'm going to go back home, probably live with my parents and just figure stuff out. Plus, yeah. my parents are getting old, so there's a lot. There's probably going to be some stuff in the next couple of years that they're going to not be able to do and that I'm going to have to do for them. And both my siblings are, have moved out of the house already, so... I think my parents are going to enjoy having me around for so true. for yeah. maybe a year or two after I graduate. And I'm going to enjoy it because I won't have any bills to really, really worry about for the most part, other than like probably like possibly some car payments and yeah. like just little stuff like that. But I don't know. I mean, overall, like I've been, I, I don't know what the tone of this conversation is. I don't know what our viewers are thinking right now, but like, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm happy where I'm at in life. I know you guys are too. I'm, I'm super optimistic for the next couple of years. Like, I think that all of us are headed in the best possible direction that we could all be moving in. I think that all of us are doing exactly what we want to do because you're, you're continuing your filming. Nothing is getting you off that train. Keontae is pursuing graduate studies like he wanted to, like he, he's, He's still on his his plan, and honestly, yeah, and I feel like that was like the thing about it was mm-hmm. like that's why I felt like it was it was so particularly interesting about my experience because I never really changed my plan. It's just a matter of, of why did those I still need to have those uncomfortable feelings about other people's plans. It's that it's that metric of comparison. I think I was able. What, something I wanted to mention earlier, but I feel like is really important and what was like the key to me personally staying afloat was just having a good means for organizing my time um, on my own. And when I say that, I mean that like a col- an institutional schedule, something you get used to, you have classes at this time and then you go eat lunch with your friends at this time. And then you go you know, to a club or, you know, everyone goes to the bar at this time or everyone's, everyone's always in a flow of whatever that like university is. But when you graduate and you move away or if you are not at the school for taking courses, then it's up to you to create that schedule. And I feel like that in itself can sometimes be fairly daunting 
And through that obstacle, people then self-reflect on, well, I must be doing the wrong thing or I'm, if this is very difficult, if I had a job, maybe it'd be easier to fill all this empty time. People aren't comfortable with being alone with themselves, like doing, with doing nothing. I think that's the issue there. The issue that lies at people having trouble after graduating is not being all right with self-reflecting in that new space that's available to them. If you're constantly comparing yourself in that new space, you're bound to create a new self that only feels depreciated. Yeah, that's how I feel mm-hmm. about that. Yeah, I, it's kind of, it's tough to not compare yourself, I think, especially at our age. At, at our age, it's tough to not compare yourself to your peers. I'm for but, sure. And that, that's like, I think that is really like the biggest thing to get over. Mm-hmm. But I think what's even bigger is what exactly what you said is the being comfortable kind of like alone with yourself. Because there's nothing lonelier, I feel like, than graduating and then, all right, well, what do I do now? Mm-hmm. It's not, not what are my friends doing? Like, what yeah. am I doing? You yeah. can't control what your friends are doing. You can only control you. And honestly, it can be, it depends on how you take it. It could be the greatest thing for you. Like, I think, I think it was for you because through all of that, you found meditation you found travel, you found your website that you founded, li- literally founded in the form of <laughs> found the finding. Yeah. Oh, nice. Gunner's not the only one who's fucking funny. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, and then Gunner, you, your vlog skills have only increased. Like, let's talk about the shit that you can do now compared to when you started. It's, it was kind of cool, the, the amount of time that, I'm sure you found this too that we were given when after we graduated. That, yeah. That that alone time can be put to such powerful use in in um, any way you want it to, and mm. it's crazy like how you can like gear towards stuff that you're really passionate about and watch that passion grow and use all your resources in, in our case time to its fullest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the question becomes like, how are you going to use that time? And of course, you're going to be more prone to use that time comparing yourself to others if you're just using it <laughs> on social. On, yeah. <laughs> on, like, if you're looking on social media and you're trying to look happy after school because you just graduated and you're comparing yourself to all the other people who are looking happy, then it's inevitable that in your free time, you're only going to think about or reflect on how sad it is that it, you relative to others isn't what you want to be because mm-hmm. you're, only, you're not trying to cultivate whatever that you want to be is. You're just comparing the you that's in a specific spot to someone else as they're you know making what they are. Yeah, you know, it's probably that, not even where they are. It's yeah, probably yeah. their social spot or whatever. Sure. Right. <laughs> yeah, and I think that like a lot of that too is just like basing it on success almost. Like what success? Yeah, yeah it, and I'm glad that you just air quoted success because what is success? What that means a whole lot to a whole lot of different people, and. I think, I think most commonly it's definitely income. Probably we're comparing ourselves. Oh, did, did my friend from high school, like did my high school friends get out of the house already? What, what are they making? 
what's that compared to me? How much more than like, yeah, are they yeah, making yeah. than me? How much more am I making compared to them? Like, I think that all of that, just, especially right now, I think it doesn't matter at all because people, especially at our age are forgetting that they've lived probably about a quarter of their lives. Like maybe, you know, like there's just so much that we as like young 20, like early 20 year olds have in our lives left to live that those aren't the kind of questions that you should be asking yourself because no matter where you are in your career field, there's always a way to move up. And the end of the day, just if you're not satisfied with like your job, work harder, but that's only if you're measuring your success off of your income, which I think is one of the most unhealthy things to measure yourself off of anyway. I think you need to do something that you love. Like, again, I go back to the example of you, both of you, you both do exactly the things that you love to do. Keontae is pursuing neuroscience, which like he has figured out, like that's what he wants to study for the rest of his life because you're fascinated by the brain. Gunner has figured out that he wants to keep filming and keep creating because I don't know if you really know how to do anything else, to be honest. And I mean that in a compliment. <laughs> I don't mean that in a way, in a limiting way, like, oh, you can't fucking do anything else. Yeah, but like, yeah, I, I don't think you want to do anything else, you know? And me, I just, to be honest, I'm still trying to figure out what, what I'm doing, you know? The one thing that I, the one thing that I have, like, that has never been unwavering is my running. And I know that one day I want to pass that on to kids, like, I definitely want to be a coach one day, really help like mold young runners, especially in the, like in the high school setting, if that's possible, because my high school coach had a big impact on my life. And I don't think I would have gone to college at all without him. So I always think about him and think that I could be that kind of role model for kids. One day I could find a bunch of kids like me who are talented little asshole, 14 year olds <laughs> who just need proper guidance. You know, like uh, uh, think about the, like think about people in your lives that especially at that age that pushed you in the right direction when you absolutely needed to cuz i'll be real with the i'll be real with the pod right now there's the way my life headed after high school and the way it was going in college fuck if i didn't have running if i didn't have that kind of like um just experience in my life and then always finding running whenever i'm in a in a bad spot in my life there's a great chance I probably could have ended up with a needle in my arm, you know? And that's something that I always think about. And I just, it makes me want to be a better person. It makes me want, not that I'm a shitty person already, although we could all improve, <laughs> but like it makes me think about my coach and it makes me think about the good that you can have on other people's lives. And at the end of the day, if you're doing something that you're passionate about, you're almost always doing good. And at the end of the day, sorry with the repetitiveness of it, but like, that's what it's all about. Just doing something good, doing something that you love will always manifest itself positively into other people's lives. And I think that's, that's one of the biggest like things you need to figure out for yourself after college. Right. And I'm lucky enough to still be in college and have realized that already. And I'm just, I'm trying to play the game of life as well as everybody else right now. Mm.
Nice way. Nice way. <laughs> in, in closing, I would say, if you don't know what this passion, what this happiness is, just have some patience. And um, don't don't rush in anything that you don't that you that you know is not going to yield happiness for you, and just keep the biggest open mind possible, and try new things, and just follow what makes you smile. Mm. So you, right? Yeah, amazing. Yeah, I think patience is important there, but you also have to keep in mind. Using the self-reflection too, because you can be patient forever, but then you're, you're what's the word? <laughs> when you settle, understand? Yeah, you set. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, you, I was about to say you're just settling. You, you're, you're fucking you're, settling. You're waiting you're for your patience. Your your patience, sure, but you're waiting for something that to come to you. Uh, like, yeah, to, like patience tied along to like yeah. hardworking. Patient patience tied with like proper reflection, I think is what's going to be the combination to help you develop into whatever you want to be later on. Definitely. Mm. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was our only topic today. I mean, I just wanted to <laughs> we killed it. I think give other us than good stuff, uh, other than my door, <clears throat> I'm still, listen, I still don't know what I'm going to do about this. The, listen, Carol Conversation listeners, you don't understand. Like, I broke my door by accident like 15 minutes before we even started this pod. Like, I have not, I went straight in this pod and I really haven't contemplated just how I'm going to fix this yet. <laughs> like, I, th- I need to fix this door. This is my home, this is my only form of home security. So, false security, obviously. Yeah, really, though. <laughs> I hope you learned something pretty, about your security. You only use 67%. <laughs> use 67% to break down your security. <laughs> My security was pretty beat. <laughs> I think we can, um, I think we can also touch on, uh, we were talking about in the last podcast, your, your Greek, your Greek week endeavors. Oh, yeah. How did Greek week go? Oh, dude, I don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> I have, oh, my God. <laughs> I have exams on Thursday. You're cool. Dude. You're cool. I have exams on Thursday that are just so much more important than everything that's going on in Greek week right now. Um, I mean, I, I killed the track events. I, I have scored literally like half of our points for, um, my fraternity right now. So that's cool. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm, 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 kinda, soccer. I'm whipping my dick around. Uh, soccer's on Wednesday. So soccer, soccer is two days from now. We're, we're filming, we're, we're recording this podcast right now. It's Monday night. It's like, it's, it's like, well, it's like Tuesday now. It's 1230. But like, <laughs> we, we usually shoot this late. Normally, we're all doing shit throughout the day. Mm-hmm. It's mostly because I'm busy with classes and all that kind of stuff. And so this is really the only time that we just, the three of us have to sit down and like finally have these conversations. But I'm, God, I'm, I'm definitely blessed that we get to, you know. Mm-hmm. Because I, I was talking about starting podcasts forever last semester, and really Gunner was the one who put it into motion. I I just try and come up with stuff for us to talk about every week. But actually, even more more than just every week, we're we're starting to get more frequent. I hope hopefully we can crank out as many of these as we can before um, the semester ends. Mostly because you two are moving to Philly, and I'm I'm staying put. <laughs> the Philly skate. We can talk about Philly. Mm. Yeah, what? Yeah. Actually, yeah, Gunner, what's the 
The house didn't really pan out that you checked out. Yeah. Well, for, for the for the viewers, me and Keontae will be moving to Center City, Philadelphia. Maybe not Center City. Hopefully somewhere in the West Philly area, specifically University City. Um, so West he, Philadelphia. Born and raised. On the playground. I'm going to hear that way too Where I put times. dicks in my butt. That's why this podcast is explicit. Your mouth. That's why I had to tell iTunes that it wasn't clean. <laughs> we're, we're moving the feeling, and um, unfortunately, we're leaving our our, our John Carroll, our Carroll conversation in Shippensburg, so he can complete his last semester. Mm-hmm. And um, we just toured a house. I just toured a house with some other potential roommates, mm-hmm. and. We went there and we toured the house and it was beautiful. It was this old Victorian house. And at the end, um, he talked about price a little bit and I noticed that his numbers were a little different from what the website read. Like a lot different than what the website read. What kind of discrepancies are we talking about? <laughs> we're talking about like 900 extra dollars a month for the whole house. Um, this is an eight more, person. way more than 900 if you think about it. Oh yeah, because okay, so the listing for an eight-person house with five bathrooms and two kitchens was thirty-seven hundred dollars for the whole house. So that's roughly, if one person's staying in each bedroom, it's roughly forty-four hundred sixty dollars a month. And the boat, the best part, the cherry on top, was that all utilities were included. So he tells me at the end of the tour. I'm like, yeah, all right, so it's $3,700 a month, all utilities included, this sounds great, dude, let's, let's fucking sign the lease. And he's like, actually, he like, he like freaked out really fast. He's like, it said that on the website? I'm, and I'm like, yeah, it did, dude. And he's like, he's like, I want $4,500 a month with no utilities included. That's what it's supposed to be. I'm like, well, the website says differently. And he's like, well, I'm not doing that, basically. So we're, we can't live there. <laughs> so, you, so you're just like, all right, well... Have a nice day, dude. You better fix that listing. Yeah, really. That was it. So it went from four sixty a month. Report his listing. I should probably do that. Yeah, we should really report his listing. Oh fuck yeah, report his ass. It went, fuck that. It went from four sixty a month utilities included to five five ninety a month utilities not included. No way. I mean, that's not okay. This is super reasonable for the area we're living in, but we're scheming out here, and we are. We're scheming, yeah, bro. You, we're scheming. We're not. We're not settling. You, we're I know that you guys are gonna find something cheaper than that. Gunner, can you tell? Um, can you tell the listeners what your ideal living situation is that you told me about? the The ideal living, the ideal apartment that you want to find oh, yeah. for you and Kia. Because <laughs> I think it is. Uh, I think it's the funniest thing ever. But I think it's. I think it makes sense for both of you. The the. the the studio two bunk bed. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> closet. Oh my god, yeah. The ideal, the ideal place that we find is a one room studio. Like, like imagine your bathroom in your house for all of our privileged viewers out there. Your bathroom, I will take that and put a bunk bed in that, and we will live in that, and that's all that matters. I will pay a hundred dollars a month wherever. So you have a closet and you live in the Philadelphia area, please contact us. Give me your closet. I will rent your closet for $100 a month. You will not see me. You will not smell my poops. Everything will be fine. Whoa, we won't smell your poops? Nope. I don't know. Dude, I don't know if you can promise people that. I can. My poops will be on the DL. You'll, you'll smell me. <laughs> you'll smell Keontae's poops, not mine. You'll smell Kia's feet, not necessarily his poop. Probably so's poops. Let's be real here. 
Sorry. Soap's <laughs> contemplated. She's not sure what she wants to do. She's in the same period that we're talking about in that you know, this is her last semester and she's trying to figure it out. So she might not come to Philly and that might be the nature of what needs to happen. If she, you, know, you shouldn't put yourself in a position like that if you don't know what you're going to do. The city has a lot of opportunities, but if she's questionable about what her future is and where it lies, then maybe she shouldn't come right away. Definitely. We're, we're figuring it out. Put yourself in the best spot. Definitely. Exactly. Respect it all the way. I respect that. Dude, she could always stay in shit. Let's, I don't think she wants to stay uh, here. That's fair. But, but I've, my, the point I was going to make is Shippensburg rent, pretty cheap. Shippensburg, obnoxiously cheap to live here. Especially if you don't know what you want to if you're figuring stuff out. If you're still figuring stuff out, you live in your college town, it's, it's a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Support system's still there. It's You understand it. You know it. You've been here for some time now. Connor definitely pays less than $300 a month in living expenses, <laughs> rent and utilities included in Shippensburg right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we just scheme, man. You don't got money. You don't know what you want to do. Make the best of it. Don't, don't, don't buy a bunch of material things. Like, be financially smart. Oh my God. Don't, dude, say it again for the people in the back. <laughs> Fuck off with the material things. Don't be stupid. I'm not the best example of that because my clothes are strewn everywhere in this apartment right now, but like... Okay, I I, I have a lot of clothes and I think you can own a lot of clothes. Just don't mm-hmm. be like buying like Supreme stuff like every other day. You know what I mean? Oh, fuck no. <laughs> I, no, I'm, I'm out here getting the most supreme looking stuff from the thrift stores. Nice, dude. <laughs> I'm getting the most supreme looking secondhand clothing at secondhand stores, but dude, the, the only time I shop at like real clothing stores is like for jeans and like pants because like you can't always find those at thrift stores, but like, dude, like for the most part, you can get everything you need at thrift stores and that's including like kitchen stuff, like like most at home stuff too, like even furniture. Like I just, I, I'm a, like it goes back to what you said. I'm always scheming. Yeah, true. Never, never stop scheming. Hundred and thirty seven. Hundred thirty seven percent. You're not scheming that much. You're doing something wrong. Mm. Don't scheme at sixty seven percent. Like I kicked down my. Door. <laughs> You'll break your door. <laughs> <laughs> We could do a whole podcast on thrifting and financial schemes. Oh, we could do we could do multiple podcasts, I think. I can talk about money. <laughs> Listen, money matters. <laughs> oh, shout out Money Matters. One of the podcasts that got us inspired to do our own. Money Matters is good. It's a good podcast. I don't want to steal the thunder, but I am drinking Coors Extra Gold. I don't think that's what they're drinking. I don't think that's what they're drinking. I think they're drinking something They drink super nice beer. They're pulling their distillery out from under their bed and pouring Mm. it into a a Distillery they earned. And they budgeted for it. Just saying. (laughs) They're not boozed. They're really not. They live well within their means. They own hella Mm. property. Yeah. They kill it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Lots of investments. I love that you even said that too because that goes back to what we were talking about earlier. It's just comparing yourself to others basing your success off of your income, you can live so far within your own means, means, excuse me, and be the happiest person on the planet, I think. Yeah, I've been thinking about it lately, and 
if you give me a resource to get caffeine and eggs, I'm pretty sure I could live anywhere and I'd be just as happy as I am now. Cause I think if I think about like a hierarchy of needs, if I, I mean, I feel safe within myself. I just need food and then caffeine helps me it helps facilitate things. being efficient in other ways. Helps you do the things you need to Everything do. Everything else, you know, I'll, I'll figure it out. It's, it can be flexible. You just have to be willing to be that flexible in your life. Mm. You know, flexibility is what's going to help ensure that whatever you want to do can be achieved with any types of means that you have at that time. Sure. Take, make sure you take on opportunities that are available to you at the time. You know, I'm not saying I want to live on less, but be able to live on less if needed. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, my, I think my, my dad told me about how after college, like he, he graduated in 1976. So way back, so way close. back. In the, so close. So, so much different than the times we live in right now. But like the, the reason why I bring this up is he, he told me his first job he said he might have made $10,000 off of that job in the first year he worked it. And he moved out immediately. My dad really knew how to live within his means. I actually think about that all the time. I really, I think that, I think that you personally, Keontae, are probably very similar to my father, like, um, right immediately after college and kind of in college. I think... I think that's why you get along with him pretty well too. He's a cool guy. Yeah. He's also a quiet speaker too. It would probably be difficult to catch him on the on the, uh, on the audio also. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, maybe uh, maybe Jack Carroll should be a guest on the pod. That would be awesome. That would be ridiculous. I would have to swear so much less though. We should just replace all of us with one of our parents one night and let them all talk. And see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> That it, it would be so crazy. <laughs> that would be nuts. We should yeah, have want to have like all of us and then one of our parents as well. Mm. So you mean three more people? Yes. Mm. So all of us and then a parent. Too. Yes. That would be interesting. I don't know who I'd want to bring on. Which they mom? both? Yeah. <laughs> both my moms are intense people. They're they're bring they'll Carlos. talk. Oh yeah, um, bring bring one of the the homies. I don't I don't think Helen would want to come on, but I know Jack Carroll could talk about some stuff. Jack Carroll could probably get deep on about any topic. My mom would debate. I mean, it, so both my one of my moms will talk, and, and she's fairly inspiring, I think. But then my other mom, she'll <laughs> she'll debate, and I think. Look towards the future. My mom's probably going to be mayor of Allentown. <laughs> it's ridiculous. They, they're, they're making moves. That's what's up. Mayor of Allentown. That, that means that she's just trying to make Allentown better. You need people. We need more people like that, honestly. Yeah. Looking out for the community. Very involved in the community. Mm. She's pushing for some big moves. Mm. Damn, I wonder if Jack Carroll... I'm going to tell Jack Carroll to become mayor of Carlisle. He needs something to do after he retires. It's coming up soon. Man. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed the podcast today. Yeah. 
I think we kind of run out of stuff to talk about now, but I think we're at our, we're about at our time anyways. And yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for staying consistent with us. And pretty, I mean, you guys are the reason why we keep doing it. So shout out to you guys. Thanks for sticking with us this long. And we're going to be back at you with even more gear soon. Peace.